Hi, this is Tom Caldwell for the Carmel Ice Cream Stores. Just in time for Father's Day, we have Fudgy the Whale. That's right, Fudgy the Whale is a six-layer ice cream cake, and he's uh, made out of uh, different ice cream flavors, bringing you Father's Day greetings from beyond the seven seas. And we'll write, you're a whale of a dad on the frosting color of your choice, Fudgy the Whale. Yes, we'll wait and see. Yeah. We can get out of the 6.66 rut. The 6.6 rut. All right, where the fuck are we at on time? How do we look on time right now? <laughs> right now? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> where, at, where are we at on time? I think we, re, we started recording at nine minutes. <laughs> That was the joke. It's like, God, how much more time do we need to fill? (laughs) I think we just started the recorder. I don't remember. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Good joke. Good joke. Maybe I should have let you in on the joke before I said it. (laughs) Um, So, if we were making a 2020 time capsule right now, what would you put in yours? A live stream of me covering uh, music really poorly. Really? No. <laughs> That's going to exist from here until the end of time now. There's a whole venue of, of um, at-home performers, I'll bet, that is going to stick around long after you know, the death toll is over from this fucking bullshit. I, I think I would stockpile some hydroxychloroquine whatever the drug's name is is that the drug that trump had uh i'm taking it in that he was saying it was taking it yeah he said he's taking it so so whatever happened to his closest staff uh coming down with positive tests i think the clintons got rid of him (laughs) <laughs> they got rid of the positive tests i don't know i mean it's not positive if you don't believe it right i think a lot can be said about that statement <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all a matter of belief if you believe you don't have it you can manifest it away you know well there's a lot of people that believe it's a hoax right now yeah they still do yeah, Even as they're dying of multiple organ failure and shit, which is pretty cool. The earth yeah. is still flat. Uh, the pizza is still breathing. Uh. <laughs> All right, where are we at? What, what time? Uh, welcome back to Problematic Ass <laughs> with the Perfect Brothers. I'm Jason. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I uh, I'm fueled tonight by. My hatred for everything. I got a list of 200 some odd things that we're supposed to hate. So what say we hate on some shit? Um, okay. I figured going into episodes book two, seven, we would uh, 
have a little bit of positivity, but apparently, fuck everything. <laughs> well, the zoo's closed. I mean, they opened the fucking human zoo for us, and it was closed. <laughs> and, you know, we had to let ourselves run free. Like, are they really, or is it just an urban legend that there's, like, uh, animals walking the streets? Because... Because of COVID, they were just opening the gates and letting lions and shit run around the cities. I don't know how much legitimacy there would be to any of those stories. I know that stuff like the Chanels in, like, Italy, like, dolphins were returning because there weren't any more, like, hoi-hoi boats that were in there. I Um, I saw that they were leaving nice presents for humans on the beaches for them to return, I think. Here's my theory. Here's my crackpot theory of the week. The oh, dolphins, shit. the dolphins are involved with the COVID, like uh, trying to make it kill humanity. So they're bringing nice uh, little baubles and shiny things they found in the ocean and leaving it on the beach. So humans are like, oh, the dolphins brought this for me, and then they go outside and they don't social distance, and then they did. So what you're saying is they're. They're planting shiny bobbles. It's kind of like catching fish. You know, there's certain fish that are attracted to, like, bright, shiny things, like spinners and all that. I don't know how to fish, but, um, like... I'm laughing as if I'm not in the same boat. (laughs) Nah, nah, that's funny. You fucking loser, neither do I. (laughs) You don't know how to fish. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, if you had, like, a really sweet spinner bait, or something, or like a yeah. fucking uh, bobber that was made out of diamonds. diamonds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're retarded. Oh uh, yeah, pretty sure. Um, but anyhow, yeah, like if the dolphins are, are fishing for the humans in the human pond, oh, uh, man, I wonder what the bears are going to do. Ooh, that's a good thought. What do you think they're going to do? Probably not give a fuck like they did before. The bears don't give a fuck. They just bears, go about their day. Yeah, bears are pretty uh, independent. They don't give a shit about Bigfoot. They don't <laughs> give a shit about anything. They're just out there doing stuff. Unless you, like, try to fucking do wrestling moves on their cubs or something. I would probably try to have a ladder match with a baby bear. <laughs> but... <laughs> I can't guarantee that there wouldn't be interference in the match. <laughs> That's the best way of putting that ever. <laughs> oh, oh, from outside the ring comes Mama Bear. I wonder if Jim Ross would be there to commentate it. Oh, tore his ass in half. His ass had a, he had a family. Boy. We need we need to get emergency personnel down here. Get a stretcher. Why are you making fun of his uh, retardation, whatever it is? Bell's palsy. I was making fun of his jiggly jaws. <laughs> it's from Bell's three, palsy. Three Bell's palsy. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were trying to go hard at JR. Go nah. JR. I, uh,. I'm looking down this list of shit we've touched on my hatred for the term social justice warrior. Oh, so we we're looking at the same list then. Yeah. I don't, 
I don't think a social justice warrior is a top problem in the universe. I really don't. People that want equality and shit. I think the term social justice warrior might be more problematic to me because it just spews hatred. But, um, well, it definitely, it definitely, um, makes it look like equality is a bad thing. Yeah. When you, you know, try to knock down people that would like to see, like, I think equality is so likened to a socialist mindset so often uh-huh. that people confuse the two because we've always had like a fief serfdom, you know, ever since medieval times, at least in uh, Western culture world, you know, we've always had like the boss, the sub boss, and then the plebes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Judging by that in medieval times, I mean, usually you got the bosses, all the men, and then the women are in the kitchen making me a fucking pie and staying pregnant and barefoot and sucking my dick. So you're saying a lot of it is the patriarchy in action. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, to be fair, like, we have the terms. We have the terms. We have the terms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I think, uh, yeah, that's an ever-present problem, I think. And it always will be, as long as we got fucking MAGA idiots. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's funny to me, and I think I've touched on this before. I know quite a few women that have pretty much been indoctrinated either by their families or their husbands or whatever that are like society at large. Yeah. Well, they're so make America great again that they like believe that they should be barefoot and pregnant and just cooking dinner and not have to work for a living and shit. And it's like, I don't, that's still, you still have the right to do that. Certainly. Why? Why yeah. are you arguing? If that's if that's what you if that's what you want your role in life to be, you can do that. But you know, to say that it's bad that women have the ability to make as much as men and work in the same fields as men and shit, you're just you're an idiot. You want to step backwards in time here. And I think that that definitely speaks to the level of indoctrination. Oh, it does. Of the patriarchy, because there's a lot of women that are blinded by the fact that they they are equal or probably in some in some for some intents and purposes, they're better than men. You know what I mean? Um, Really? I think that's a hot take. Yeah. You think women are better than men? (laughs) In some instances, in a lot of instances, I think they're at least able to function a lot more efficiently you know i'm joking right yeah oh yeah yeah i was gonna say i think as soon as testosterone hits brains it's just like fucking retard central usually so well it's like stupid juice yeah it is it really is i uh i know because women are out there solving the problems of the patriarchy and the world at large and all that and men are like i'd really like to get my dick sucked right now yeah 
And And no man is free of that. That's the problem. As soon as testosterone hits your brain, it's like, man, I'd really like to get my dick sucked. I know some (laughs) transmasculine folks that say testosterone is a hell of a drug. You know what I mean? Biologically being physically assigned male or female at birth, you know, um, once they start the, the hormone therapy the first shot of testosterone, the whole mindset changes. And the same as inverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. But from from a woman who's transitioning to a man, you know, the I guess the difference between the two is incredible. So that the majority of the ones that I know, that I've spoken to, have said they would not ever want to be without their testosterone. Really? Yes. So uh, it's hard to say if it's in the if it's if it's in the hormone to, um, I guess, kind of macro versus micro scale comparison, like some of the individual mindsets that are had, you know, they get exploded to the macro and, and it we see it, how people control one another or how people fall in line or. Yeah. Yeah, or not wear their mask at the Ford plant or whatever. Well, know. that's because it's it's just the same and it's just as important as carrying a gun, if you didn't know. <laughs> I did know that. Did you? I did. Okay. I, oh, I knew. I, I knew. I've known all this time. Um, no, but... I have a theory, well, probably because he's a 70-plus-year-old man, but I think our president is low-T, and uh, he's just overcompensating with douchebaggery. But I don't know. Maybe he is, like, spiking himself with Andro gel or something. Who knows? There's a natural progression that happens in the human body. Once, um, you know, you get older, your levels start dropping. Uh Uh-huh. But the mindset of testosterone is there, whether or not he um, is strong or fast or able to get it up. I'm not going to speculate, but his dominating mindset and the alpha mindset is still there. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, just because it's said doesn't necessarily make it true or law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking down through other stuff. Um, God, we've gone through quite a few of these top ones just recently. Yeah, Between I think conspiracy dipshits and armchair psychologists, which is like a that's just a very small step from an armchair expert. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think we did talk about armchair psychology also in that episode because, um, you know, to call back to the, the branch COVIDians, um, (laughs) all hail, man, there's so many people that are still out there banging on their arm of their, you know, lazy boy, lazy whatever at home about the constitutional law that's being affected 
I'd like to know exactly what bill, what amendment, whatever. I, it, everybody just wants to hearken the Constitution for everything. It's like, to keep you safe? What are you talking about? See, I read, the, I read the other day there was a Supreme Court president that was um, that was determined on instances of orders very similar to the ones that we're experiencing. And the seven to two majority or five to two or however many fucking justices there are. I'm trying to go off a picture in my head. Um, pretty much what the Supreme Court decided was like we're not they weren't they're not infringing the rights of the individual if the greater good, the health of the greater good is at risk. So pretty much the Supreme Court had already made a precedent on a similar circumstance as to what we're going through. Yeah. So wear your fucking mask and shut up. Well, I was wearing it a minute ago, but I didn't want the press to take pictures of me wearing it, so... Oh, it's kind of hard to smoke cigarettes through a mask, too. You know, this... Oh, man, I'm dancing around one of these close ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, make a plausible, like, segue into this. Celebrity worship, okay? So... He kind of touched on that. That's Trump after the uh, the uh, Ford plant visit this week when he took his mask off, despite being told that he needed to keep his mask on. And he was worried about what the press would say. And I would argue that's because he was a fucking celebrity before he started. OK, and um, yes. that's a short jump to the do you know anything about the failed I don't know what failed about it in 2017, the fire festival. That Are you sure? Wasn't that like 2007? 2017. Oh. April 28th through the 30th and May 5th through the 7th, 2017. Um, I wanted to say that um, I just saw a thing that Kendall Jenner was going to owe who I'm not sure, but like a $90,000 settlement for her social media influence for the fraudulent fire festival really and, yeah and like that bitch is worth so much money and ninety thousand dollars is like beyond a little slap on the wrist you know oh yeah yeah that's that's like uh a... it's a very disproportionate reaction but it's funny to me that they're now gonna start holding social media influencers that are nothing more than stupid celebrity sluts, you know, that uh, they're going to hold them responsible. Yeah. They're going to hold them responsible now, finally. And it's like, good, because we've said it since the beginning. Social media is pretty much cancer that is ruining relationships, ruining friendships, ruining society as a whole. Yes. It's, it's creating a very, very fast and sharp, wedge tool to you know just drive people apart from one another because Mm -hmm. there's so much um brand clout i guess you could say that comes from which 
uh, social media influencers that you pay attention to and who you buy their products. I mean, like the bottom line, the name of the game is you're making them money. Yep. And they're telling you how they want you to do it. Yep. And that's always been the name of the game, but it's just ever so more uh, malignant at this point. Well, because it's It's... everywhere. It's so much more all-encompassing. Like, it used to only be, like, radio and TV and the occasional billboard. Yeah. But now, with the, the advent of the smartphone and its integration into literally every home in every hand, it is so powerful. Yeah. It's definitely good for making memes. Well, <laughs> I, I know I am known to partake in memes uh, you know, I'm on the I think e- and anybody that says they never have is lying to you. But I am a consumer of memes. I don't necessarily make them. Yeah. But I do question a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just, I just I think, don't understand how fucking uh, how far you have to tune out on yourself, on humanity or everything to just. Start listening to people like Kendall Jenner, who literally is famous for being famous. Well, and from coming from a famous family, like her position in the hierarchy of social structure, so to speak, in the, you know, economical, political like structure was a given from the time that Kim Kardashian blew up. But wasn't it all based on Bruce Jenner? Wasn't all of that based on Bruce Jenner or not? Or there, the Cardan. Here's just a real quick breakdown because I have actually watched a lot of the show. Ugh. Um, okay. <laughs> it's it's more of a social experiment for me. Okay. Um. The the a few of them were to one of OJ's lawyers. Oh. I think his name was Robert Kardashian. Okay. All right. That would be. Uh, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and then the two younger ones were two formerly Bruce Jenner. Okay. Um. So with the the merging, it was it, it was almost like um, back in the day, arranged marriages would benefit both sides of a family. Yeah. Essentially, what happened was that, but. It, I, Whether it was on the books like that or not is another story, but the three older girls, you know, were involved in, you know, now Kim's involved in in politics and, you know, brand, you know, selling brands and makeup and this, that, and the other thing and modeling and yada, yada. Um, There was a lot in the entertainment industry. Well, the younger two, um, the Jenner girls are makeup and modeling so so there's been like a 15 20 25 year reign of this family having some amount if not a a huge amount of social influence on people who don't have you know it's the haves versus the have not let me ask you this chris jenner just seems like she's literally famous for being the brood sow of all these (laughs) fucking girls is that right or wrong i mean 
she, I think she has uh, her own. Is brood sow? Is that the politically correct term? I think in some <laughs> circles it would be yes. <laughs> I don't care about the Kardashians whatsoever. No, and I kind of I kind of feel bad for going on a little rant there, but uh, that was just some backstory on. Spout it uh, if you know it. I just don't, you know. Well, yeah, I get it. But um, a lot of it is like the youngest of the girls already had a clear line of succession into social uh, influencing. Yeah. And then with the, um, you know, the speed in which influencers become famous when they're already related or know somebody famous, like – it's almost like when po- like rich people start a podcast. Mhm. Yeah. That's very very uh apt. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny to me because every podcast I listen to that is grown famous, I can look back and it's like, "Well, how did they take off?" And then it's like, "Oh, they had direct relation to this one or that one or or they started a, a completely unrelated company that had, you know, some amount of a following beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I got to wonder if that's why the last podcast boys uh, threw Zabrowski on. Because Zabrowski was kind of like um, already a up and coming like. C-list actor. I mean, he was on the reboot of Heroes, which I didn't realize. He I was on all. That. He was on all kinds of shit. I mean, now he's pretty much just last podcast for life. But it, it's funny to me. Well, People I think... have a little bit of a influence out there, and they can use it. What? Where's our influence? I think a lot of, and and not just those guys. You know, over on that show because they did start out really small. They did, and um, I love them to death. And I'm not throwing shit. But their I love chemistry, their chemistry, and the the way that they started throwing the show together, and um, just how I guess the presentation. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like a lot can be said about show showmanship, like how you present your shit you know I mean, what i mean like if you Marcus, shit in a bag and put it in the fridge with yeah. like a label on it versus yeah. like if you shit on a glass coffee table with somebody underneath it well, like you can certainly you can certainly tell the difference between their shows and ours because marcus has said he spends upwards of 30 plus hours a week on any given show writing and shit you know oh i'm sure um like Even if the I other would, two chuckle fucks just come in and we need somebody to write for us is what we need. And then see, we can... I tried that, you fuck, and you shot me down in the second episode. <laughs> like I immediately was gonna like that was my mindset coming into it, and and like that was. <laughs> I know. You said that's we're doing it joke. live. Oh, that's the joke. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to make it sound like it was Big Brother's idea rather than yours. Oh, so it's one of those things. It's one of those things. Oh, yeah. okay. So maybe I should pitch it like it is your idea. Hey, man, you had a really good idea the other day, and I—that uh, <laughs> was like a year ago. I know. 
know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. No, I get it. I do. Um, I think we need God. Let's do the fucking. We don't need God. Me. We don't need God. Hail Satan. Um. Let's see. Next page of this. Obesity is one of the biggest problems in the universe. Yeah, probably. Well, who, who couldn't afford to lose a couple pounds? I know I could. I know I could probably drop about 30 pounds. Did I tell you the last time I was at the doctor, he told me I was like 90 pounds overweight. It's like, nice. no. it's like, no, I don't really think so. But OK, 90 pounds overweight. You're like eight feet tall. How in the fuck are you <laughs> 90 pounds overweight? Because I weigh 270. He's like, you should be right around one. What does that work out to? 190. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so though. That doesn't. I was a fucking. That's what I weighed all through high school, and I was a goddamn scarecrow. Like you could see my ribbies and stuff. It wasn't healthy. But. I could definitely afford to lose weight, but I don't know if it's 90 pounds. That definitely brings up a conversation that might be deemed problematic. Ooh. And that is beautiful at any weight. Okay. That's the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show. No, I mean... um, I think there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, as long as you yourself think you're beautiful, that can be true. But you can't really expect everybody to see through the same uh, pinhole lens if you're 600 pounds and you can't move without a wheelbarrow and stuff, you know? (laughs) Is that bad? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Um, But I I think a lot of it, a lot of that movement is more on anti- bullying anti-fat shaming thing okay because the human body is only able to support x amount of obesity and then it starts causing physical health problems yeah Yeah. you know what i mean so like there is certain amount of science Mm -hmm. and i i think a lot of people understand that it's just it's almost like an addiction cycle for some people yeah that um they eat their feelings and i'm sure you've heard that and i know i'm I've, sure you know, i've done that i'm yeah. sure i've done that i'm sure everybody's done that yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but for some people fudgy the whale i'm gonna uh, eat a fudgy the whale what is a fudgy the whale um i think it just became the episode art <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna ship you a picture that is going to become the episode art. Keep Very talking. Um, but, I mean, like, just like smoking. We all, and anybody who smokes, anybody who doesn't smoke, knows that it's bad at this point. We have enough evidence that there is a direct correlation between smokers and cancer. Can I counterpoint that, though? You can, yes. Absolutely. Prove it. <laughs> I, like I, my, I myself am not an oncologist. I don't have the <laughs> ability myself to prove it. Now, I could cite sources with a little bit of time to research them. You're being too serious. I'm joking. I know cigarettes are bad for you. 
Oh my god, Fudgy the Whale. I think the Carvel ice cream company makes Is that them. like a Choco Taco? Yeah. You know what Those yeah, things basically. are it's not just... a fat-free food. No, no. <laughs> it said not. right on the label for the longest time, they are not a fat-free food. And I used Wait, to try to what? house like two of them. I thought that was a you joke. Are you serious? No, I shit you not. It said on the, you know, the reverse <laughs> side of it, it where all the, <laughs> the government-enforced health stuff is on there. Not a fat-free not food. Not a fat-free food because oh, – shit. Here's a joke. Um, it, it's it's kind of a story and a joke. There was one time that I had worked with somebody. I'm not going to drop any names. I'm going to try to not even drop a gender. Um, I took a pair of scissors and cut out the not a fat free food thing uh-huh. off the back of a Choco Taco. Uh-huh. And I wrote this person's name and said, someone should tell this person's name. That and I drew a penis, a really bad, badly drawn El Hago style penis. Is and then I taped the not a fat free food thing, so I, it was kind of like a newspaper cutout, like serial killer letter. Yeah. yeah, I dropped it in the suggestion box at work. Oh my god, and even up to the point when I years later separated from that job. Mm-hmm. Like that is still referenced as fucking hilarious. Oh, there, that's good shit. I yeah. love it. Cause stick is not a fat-free food. <laughs> <laughs> Fudgy the whale. It's probably pretty low calorie though. I mean, you get some sodium, maybe a little bit of expectorant at the end, but expectorant. <laughs> do you do you remember? Uh... Is it expectorant like? It's spit, I think, but it was just, I was trying to use words. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know if you ever experienced Hog City, but do you uh, remember when I was building the sets at the high school we went to? Behind the stage left curtain, uh, a certain, I keep wanting to say co-worker in regards to school a student a friend we went to school with had like red chalk they made what they called hog city which was like the most crude hieroglyphic dicks i've ever seen Uh, up up the entire uh cinder block wall the whole uh the whole curtain runner height like from it was about 12 feet in the air by the end like just Oh my god. That I'm is... talking like fucking chaos magic sigils from the ground to the ceiling. In That's there. fantastic. Is that like orgasm face that I carved into the back of one of the uh I what were they? They weren't that. pews, they were fucking seats in the auditorium. Fucking auditorium seats. Yes. And I didn't even know you did that until I think you had graduated and I was working on the set um after I graduated, we both graduated, I saw orgasm face on the back of one of those seats, which is still a fucking good bit. And I <laughs> happened to tell you about it because this was before the advent of phones in everybody's pockets so you could take pictures. Oh, yeah. I told you about this funny seat and you're like, oh, my God, that's still there. I'm like, what do you mean? 
you had carved it in there it looked like it was carved in an ink pen so you must have been pretty adamant about orgasm face we were doing it was either it was either an an, a student body election like for president treasurer vice president blah 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 or we were practicing our graduation walk and stuff and and this one person in my class would just always make this pained yet satisfied look all the time i think i know exactly who you mean and we're not saying names right now so it was almost like they were walking around with an orgasm face on all the time so that's the origin of orgasm face on the back of one of the auditorium seeds since we're doing uh memory lane right now um memory lane i didn't really get to being the maiden nor the uh continuous voyages of the brubaker enterprise (laughs) but once or twice i stopped um when i was running through town i'd see you and bob or something you know and i remember in the sliding door of the van there was something written on the back of the driver's seat was it smut what was yes, it? That, it was smut. It's it, smut. Yep. It was fucking large as life, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it was it just fucking so funny every time I saw it. It started to develop its own graffiti inside of it. That's fine. Like, it, it there were players in hand, like people were doing it, but yeah. they claimed that it was like the blue duck or all the drugs. I don't know which one it actually was. <laughs> But, like, we would go on benders and drive around. And then, like, the next day, I would be like, oh, fuck, I got to go to school, you know, yeah. hung over and shit. And, uh, like, there'd be smut wrote on the back of the seat or there'd be <laughs> stuff wrote on the ceiling or there would be, like, 70 fucking, literally, like, 70 fucking soda cans in the van. Or... Oh, my God. <laughs> because back in the day... Fago used to be a quarter. No, I think Kyle nailed it. It wasn't Fago. It was, it sure, was fine. sure fine fucking yep. uh, You're right. wild cherry bitches, man. Is They're that creeps. the ones he was raving about? Yeah. Because that's the ones I would crush. I would literally, because they were a quarter apiece in that fucking vending machine, I would fucking drive across Little Valley Road just to get quarter sodas. Like You can't even think about a quarter can of soda nowadays. No, no, they'll tax you just for thinking like that. It's yeah. Like you, you get back into your hole. <laughs> <laughs> you must pay your reparations to the United States, plebes. What was the other good ones, though? Because I know I would sell them Cream out. Cream soda was good. Ugh. The cola was kind of just bleh. Yeah. I think they're... Did they have orange? No, it was grape. I would fuck up the wild cherry and the grape, I think. But the cherry, my God. So riddle me this, Batman. Okay. How do we go from talking about the patriarchy and and social justice to fucking sure fine soda? <laughs> I I think it was the natural progression of things today, and I feel oh. better about talking about this shit than I do about the uh, rehashed shit we've been doing. Well, we had definitely touched on a few things in multiple episodes, which I mean, there's as we've said probably towards the beginning. Of our our first run, 
like there's stuff that is just a continuous problem in society. That yeah. Like the Chalfon Hotel. I don't think that that was <laughs> that's not a continuous problem because they tore it down in like 97. I was going to say it got torn down. Do you remember going fucking trick or treating? I think it was the week before they tore it down. Yes. <laughs> Too old to be trick-or-treating, too young to know better. (laughs) Too young to say no. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who was that? I don't even want to... I know it was you, me, and Crooksy. I can't remember who else was there. There was a handful of others that... um, God. Wow. Are either dead or in jail or... Yeah, like, why are we still alive? (laughs) You, um, you Darwin. About, yeah, you think? I guess. You think I don't know. When, we've known quite a few people come and go over the years. Jesus. I think that's just a matter of living and getting a little older. As you watch people that you know die. Yeah. Like that's something they don't warn you about as a kid. No, because there's really you. no warning you. It's like, guess what? This is actually forever. You know. Yeah, like people are going to die and you're not going to have any control over it. Ugh. That's why people turn to religion, I think. I think you're right. Because that just fucking catastrophic, like, slap in the face of reality sometimes. But it's not the answer. If you're listening to this, just know that it's It's, not the answer. It's medicine. It's, it it's, is medicine. It's medicine for people. Like, it's like painkillers or, you know, smoking a big spliff or... Drinking these beers and slurring. Drinking those beers and slurring your words. Yeah. Well, you know, I still hold a better conversation than some, so... I would say you definitely do because <laughs> you're not getting loud, you're not getting aggressive, and you're still coherent. <laughs> let your throat shit around right now. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it sounded like a potato. What the fuck was that? I don't know, man. It, I thought you threw something when I said you weren't I, being aggressive. Yeah, it, it couldn't have been more perfectly timed. I'm looking around me. I don't see what that possibly could have been. That's what the fuck. It's like a potato cannon went off in my ear with headphones on. Nice. I perforated my fucking eardrum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyhow, where were Pour we? some Jesus Pot- on it. Potato cannon. Uh, pour some Jesus down my throat. Um, I perforated my flock in the airdrop, Jesus Christ. So anyhow, where were we? That is what the closed captioning just played back. I mean, it's not that far off. <laughs> I perforated my flock. Hail Jesus. Drink another one. Um Jesus Christ. You know what I'm glad that I haven't heard much of lately? What's that? Football talk. Well, I know a lot of fans that are like champing at the bit, like ready for football, but I'm just kinda like, yeah, well, it's okay. It'll be all right. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be okay. You know what I miss is fucking live music, and you don't miss that. So, unless you want to talk about moshing around, just shut the fuck up. Remember when heavy metal used to be on TV? Oh my god! Remember that? 
I do. I remember that well. And um, here's a good jump off from that. Um, I was looking at old videos of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, yeah. There that you go. Still, still had the music videos attached to it. And it was a good uh, stamp in time for when MTV was all about, like, Headbangers Ball and shit. And you'd have metal videos. And, I mean, yeah. They would make fun of Ween. They would make fun of Soul Asylum and shit like that, too. But, I mean, if something like White Zombie or Tool or something came on, they'd be all for it. Yeah. But but when they rebooted that a couple years ago, it was all reality TV on it. And that's a very good test for where society went, and it's sad. Yeah, it really is, because there was something exciting about MTV when they played music because the a lot of i guess the influencer like perspective i mean if we're going to kind of circle back around to include that as well like a lot of the social influence that happened it was based around the music because musicians were selling brand they were driving a culture you know what i mean like the hip-hop culture was derived a lot from the music and the music was being shown on MTV and now it's it, it's a free for all like there is this unified culture everybody's just kind of trying to be a part of and it's just some horrible aberration amalgamation of all these different moving parts yeah you know i was reading this short editorial how the 90s weren't as great as you remember them but i fucking disagree and let me give let me give you my editorial on that the 90s were fucking amazing because we were the last generation to not have a goddamn and i am just as guilty as you just as guilty as everybody listening to this probably listening to it on your smartphone but we had to fucking dub music. We had to fucking go seeking out music. If we wanted to fucking have a good time with friends, there was no evidence later. You know yeah. what I mean? We Nobody was go- taking selfies with a joint in their mouth holding a beer. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. It's like, prove it, motherfucker. You know, now it's fucking on Instagram with 20 tags on it because it's like weed is life, you know? But, I mean, we used to be able to get up before school and fucking eat something and watch six music videos, usually rock videos before school. And you could see anything from Rage Against the Machine and Tool, fucking Metallica and all kinds of influential. That was our fucking influencers, you know? And even when they were showing rap, it was fucking quality rap before well, Tupac fucking... and Ice Cube. And there was, you know, Method Man and Wu-Tang. Dre and, and Wu-Tang. Yeah, yeah like, Dr. Fuck. Dre and Biggie and fucking yeah. Big Pun even. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like even 90s rap was better than the fucking garbage. It's just everything just seems so half-assed anymore. Manufactured. Yeah. It just like, feels so half-assed, but I mean, I there's just there's no can't... source for what we're experiencing as a collective at this point. It's all sourcing from these influencers. It's not sourcing from like Inglewood or Compton or you know 
the middle of Iowa when Slipknot first fucking hit. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, think about that. Think about my last year in school, or like, I guess self-titled Slipknot was probably ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. So anyhow, the last couple years of school for me, think about how many bands were coming out then that like are still around today that I got to wonder how many of the ones coming out today have the staying power to be around 20 years later, you know? I mean, for fuck's sake, Static X, the three original members that are surviving think highly enough of their lead singer who passed that they literally they they fucking put on an entire tour which they intend to continue after this goddamn quarantine nonsense is over just out of respect for him they're putting out a full album of songs that he did demos of and shit you know that's awesome that says a lot for the integrity of those guys and like the staying power of their music if you don't like it that's fine but I mean, because Metallica these days, they're nowhere near as good as they were, but they still have fucking moments of shine, you know? I saw that they had, from, like, at a distance, obviously, they recorded an acoustic version of Blackened. Did you listen to it? From Injustice for All. I listened to the first minute of it. It's sad. It makes me sad. It's not good. (laughs) Like, I think we need another uh, just set of heavy hitters to come out because a lot of a lot of the Marilyn Manson a lot of the Eminem a lot of the the Slipknot like that amount of game changer artist performer like it hasn't happened in a while oh and it's funny I was discussing this the other day but a lot of the ones that I see now as this is the next gen have been doing it since 2001. Like Gojira pops into my head, you know, and it's like they, their first album came out in 2001. And it's like, just because you didn't know about them didn't mean they weren't fighting a good fight for that long, you know? Yeah. But like Avenged Sevenfold put their first album out in 99, 2000. Yeah, and they didn't like really that. reach popularity till like oh five. They started adding country to. No, I don't think. Uh, I would say City of Evil. City I think. of Evil. What was yeah. that? Five was when they really hit the scene. But I mean, there's people out there that claim they were listening since the beginning. I sure shit was not. But as soon I as was, I heard, actually, as soon as I heard Bat Country, I'm like, what the fuck? I heard Streets on a, a w get grab off of a usenet site of wow um yeah i heard streets off of the first album and i was sounding the seventh trumpet and i was like okay i need to grab the rest of this um this is pretty fucking rad and back in the day like even sharing media like limewire and all that stuff like it was a thing it was things that people did not just to to get the stuff for free, but people were excited by getting this artist that they've never heard about. It's never been featured. Like when MTV started steering away from putting music on their shit, yeah. that's when a lot of the piracy started going up 
because people wanted to see the new bands. They wanted to hear the new music. And now you have Spotify. I uh, I say this again because I'm pretty sure I told this story before. But when uh, I want to say it was the Fragility Tour, it was Nine Inch Nails in a Perfect Circle opening. It was like a Perfect Circle's first tour before uh, Meridian had come out. Um, all I had to hear was Maynard James Keenan is singing, and I pirated that album, first album I ever pirated, one song at a time via Napster, yeah. on a T1 connection on the art computer. I remember that disc well, because I think between you and I, we burn out our first CD, like we fucking used it up. That first Perfect Circle album, man, fucking amazing. And it and if for some reason in 2020 you've never heard it and you're listening to it, go listen to Meridanom, see a names. It's fucking amazing. It's just amazing front to back. If you even have a passive interest in Maynard James Keenan, you should check it out. And I'm just gonna say it because I was saying about staying power and everything. The uh, most recent Code Orange album. They went from being a hardcore band to they're the next Nine Inch Nails. I'm saying it now. They are the next fucking Nine Inch Nails, and they do have the staying power, and they are going to be the next thing to watch. And they're still in their like early to mid-20s, so it's going to be insane what they got coming down the pipe. But there's, there's more bands coming down the pipe. You just got to keep your eyes open because you don't have MTV and shit pushing it in your face, you know? Well... It's definitely a whole different consumption culture because, like, Spotify. Like, we're on Spotify. We have a podcast on there. Yeah. Now, if we were to really dive into our musical creativity and, and like, put a disc out there, like, at that point, we would be fighting against 75,000 other artists that are trying to get featured and trying to get picked up so it's almost like an oversaturation at this point of podcasts of musicians of like i said at the beginning of the episode live artists performances through you know facebook live or all the other different like live services that are just sprouting up yeah like there's almost too much creativity. Like we're not in a renaissance. We're drowning ourselves in fucking. That's exactly right. That's it. I mean, I literally throw darts sometimes. I will, I'll get on Apple Music or Spotify or something. It's like this is what's new this week, and I'll just literally download an album and hope for the best. And sometimes you hit gold. Sometimes it's not your cup of tea. But how the fuck would you know? Because you don't have to buy the shit anymore. I mean, back when we would buy the shit, we would definitely give it more of a play than just listen to 30 seconds of a song, you know? Well, and maybe then, like, the whole perspective on the consumption was different also. Yeah. Because you did give money, which was it translates directly to a certain amount of time that you'll never get back from your life. So you wanted it to be good. You'd find good things about it. Yeah, like the Sugar Ray Floored album. I yeah. fucking that, there's some good songs on there. It's not the singles, but it's I uh I stick to that to this day. Fucking uh most of that album besides Fly 
just want to fly. Put your arms around me, baby. Okay. Anyhow. <laughs> We're getting uh, pretty close to the end here. Um, you want to shout out our Instagram? We got yes, some Brubaker fucking moles over there. Underscore brothers. We just started it a, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, we've been adding our episode art and since you can't post links um we've just been leaving it as to you know wherever you consume podcasts uh we've also been adding some videos and some pictures and just jokes you know for for people who are interested um if twitter, you happen yeah sorry twitter we fuck go <laughs> at problematic casts and that's with an s um, you know, I have push notifications turned on for all of our social media. So if you do post something to us or tag us or whatever, you know, I, I'll be able to respond or, you know, I'll share it with Jeremy, you know, pl- feel free to engage. We're definitely open to it. Hit us on the email. Um, yeah. Which is the problematic cast. Why don't I know this? It's been a year. The problematic cast at gmail.com. Fuck's sake. Like, you'd think I would get it by now. But, um, yeah. The problematic cast at gmail. If you happen upon this on Podbean, by chance, if you just see it when it releases, you, it seems interesting. Our album art is awesome. If you prefer the Spotify player, we're on Spotify now. We're on... I mean, you can get this on... Almost any podcatcher I know of, including Apple Music, Google Play, and all that. So yeah, yeah. Since like week two, we've been there. Um, you won't find us on Pandora. No, but Pandora's not indicative for that anyhow. Well, and that's I think part of something that you know we'll speak about at a later date. Um, I think they're only allowing rich people to have their podcasts on there but anyhow um (laughs) copy fuck rich people eat the rich wow the influencers and you know everything if you know any influencers feel free to share content (laughs) with them Um, fuck the influencers unless they're gonna help us then they're cool it's the nature of the game I mean, yeah, pretty if you much. know somebody and you think that we're funny or don't think we're funny, if you want to talk shit, share our shit, please. Yeah, I don't care if it's just uh, clipping us and calling us gay. That's cool, you know, because... Wait, you didn't... <laughs> you didn't say the magic word. <laughs> uh, fuck you, faggots. <laughs> Yay! Yay! All right, well, I'm off to pound sand up my ass, and... I'm going to go put some butter on my lips and breathe dirt. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry, say again. It helps the dirt stick better to your lungs. I was going to say, it's going to adhere better like that. Yeah, you got to make that dirt nice and soppy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Later, bye.